Hey, 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 ladies. It's the Hoops Talk. And the return of Kendall. Return of the Mac. How's your face? How's your face? Tell us about your face. Uh, I had two weeks of probably some of the worst pain of my entire life. Um, Had to have my wisdom teeth emergency uh taken out oh god i had like this giant infection it was just Ugh. i would not wish it on my on my worst enemy but damn they're gone i'm eating a cinnamon roll <laughs> show off that cinnamon roll show the people very nice nice um yeah i'm good as new now oh, with good. a few uh less teeth so there's that well, you're, we missed you. Yes. I missed y'all. Um, I hope that we were able to hold it down. We, we had to go back to our original, like, <laughs> Karen, it's just me and you. Yeah, I know. That. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we had some, we had some good guests w- wish you could have yep. been on, but, um, but yeah, welcome back. Glad you Thanks, are doing guys. better and on the mend. I miss you. Karen, Ooh. how is San Francisco? I don't know. I've been inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have the baseball stadium behind you in the Zoom situation. Well, because, you know, MLB coming back. Ooh, 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 oh, ooh, that's right. And talk about that. We're talking about a lot of fucking shit that's happening in mm-hmm. sports. Oh, do I need to get ready? Yeah. Do we get well, to yeah, the hoops right? off? <laughs> that's right. And we're going to be introducing a new segment, Hoops Off. Well, this entire episode is Hoops Off Yeah. in anticipation for – when we really take our hoops off. Hoops off, extensions out, gloves on. Yeah. It's a slow removal of the hoops. Yeah, seriously, hold my hoops because this is going to be some intense conversations. We haven't had like a good rant in a while. We've been very like um, – Probably because uh, I've been gone. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> we've been Fire more understanding. so yeah. angry lately. <laughs> yeah, we've been very understanding and like, uh, you know, oh, oh, you know, we haven't been like – you need to fucking shut your damn mouths. Like, okay, so that's happening today. We're going to take the hoops off. Um, yeah, I, I think we're, we're all tired of being inside. Um, and sports is definitely not any, like, remedy for that. No. <laughs> no. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And it's if not going to make it any less boring. No. And if you run our tape back, you will see that we have constantly been saying sports does not need to come back. We're, we're good. So we, w- we have it on record that we've always stated that fact. Boring. But it's coming back slowly. We're going to talk about that today. Um, Los Angeles is a hot spot. So, you know, everybody, please be safe. Wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance or physical distance, whatever you can do. Um, because they're going to have to roll back some of the uh, openings that they did if it continues this way. Because we do not want to be like Florida. SF did that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Texas well, had to roll back too. Lit, but yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of selfish ass people out there. It's true. You know, I think about this, and I know we're going to talk more about all of this, but I think about if we would have just shut down the first 14 days, yeah, the whole completely, country, just completely. completely just shut down, we could, we, we could have sports. We would be in our, we would be in the playoffs in the NBA. Yep. If everybody could just like fucking hold their shit together, 
for 14 fucking days. That's all. So that we could have yeah. gotten ahead of the virus. Just eat the fucking tuna and the spam in your fucking yeah. cupboard. At that point, it was vacation. Wash your ass in the tub if you run out <laughs> Let's of toilet be honest. paper. At that point, well, it was vacation. Yeah, true. Everyone, and the not whole world like, shut down. Yeah, the whole not hostage situation. Mm-hmm. You know that, which is what it feels like now. I mean, I've had to go and do some appointments, and it's it's a lot. It's not only just like going and doing it, but it's the stress of preparing to go yeah. out, and then oh, yeah. the stress of being like, you know, making sure you're safe and the other people are safe and where you're at, mm-hmm. and. And, you know, and there's a lot of people, as we've seen, that don't give a fuck and they're not going to wear a mask and they're just like, God's lungs will protect me and I'm not going to, you know, just insanity, insanity that we're mm-hmm. seeing. So, But in Los Angeles, you know, we're, we're doing our best. We're trying, um, you know, at least the people that I see and hang around with, we're all trying and hopefully <sighs> something good will come, but I don't think so. <laughs> with no, that no no we Not like to do it. the american way is the hard way oh no kidding well no. we are going to move into some house cleaning and some updates with that uh but as always what we ask you is you please subscribe like review apple Podcasts, spotify we're google play like i just checked our google play we are there android hey listen s-e Oh, she's always baby. said it. She's always said it. Google the hoops talk and look at our rankings. Okay. Facts. <laughs> Karen is always facts. SEO, baby. All uh, facts, no printer. There you go. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. <laughs> we are also on iHeartRadio. So somehow what's, we got on there. I think Karen that? got us on there. <laughs> Who listens to that? Disney? The Disney you kids? What? I think that's owned by somebody clear channel it's clear channel i think i heart and they talk about it on almost every radio station you know what if you literally i am i sometimes get annoyed that i have to tell people where to go and listen to us because i'm like you could google us it's called the googles because they probably think if they google us they can't find us like literally i've had people say hey can you send me a link and i'm like no no unless you want to pay me to be your admin you definitely, I've tried, I'm doing everything I can. I'm trying. It's 2020. Okay. Like, if you don't know where to listen to podcasts by now, then I don't know how to help you. Because they're just yeah. too lazy to remember the hoops talk and then type it out. Well, there are but some like, people. Even if you didn't know that, like, go to Spotify, go to Apple. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. I mean, literally, the whole page is us when you type in the hoops talk, the hoops talk. Full disclosure. Except Kansas. Uh, full <laughs> disclosure. It's usually my family. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Same here. Oh. It's usually an aunt who is like, oh, I heard you have a podcast. Where can I find it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. are we going to do this again? No, I don't want to send it to you. Every time. Are you, you going to get it? not an email to your whole family. Put it in the family sleep. newsletter. There I'm you go. To. That's your Christmas to. card. It's just a Hoops Talk postcard. It's yeah, there you go. And then yeah, I, I, I cut out a Steven. I cut out a Steven in the I have, bottom. I have some family that follow us that I'm just like, oh, they are not like, it's problematic. But I'm like, you know what? A fan's a fan. <laughs> Oh, every, every fan's a fan. Them? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Um, My okay. family's like, shit, is she talking about me? Maybe. They better <laughs> yeah. stay on their toes. Yep. 
say oh, on the, the toes. The New York Times, there's a headline when we Google the hoops talk, and they had a headline three days ago that says, basketball's getting close, but the hoops talk will have to wait. Oh. I will not oh, wait. we're not waiting. We're not waiting. <laughs> yeah, New York Absolutely Times not. is problematic. Come you on. know what? New York Times, come <laughs> at us, because we are not waiting. Okay? Boo. Boo on you. Um. So yeah, so that's, you can listen to us there, all the places, Google us. And we're also on social. So if you want to find us at the Hoops Talking on Twitter and Instagram, and then we do have a TikTok, the Hoops Talk podcast, and we're on YouTube. So if you want to see our faces, you want to see, you know, us with makeup, no makeup, stains, cinnamon rolls, sky fairy backgrounds, what have, double chins, you can see it all in HD realness on our YouTube channel. So we hope you will subscribe to that and you get alerts, you know, you get shit tells you like, Hey, you know, fucking hoop talks is going to be on a better, you know, it's hard to remember Wednesday at six 30. It's just, I know I we're it. keeping time for you people. It's a service so to do during quarantine. You know, I know you can do this. Just put your you AirPods in and go do your walk. And listen to the hoop talk. A little, you know, bop, 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 oh, yeah. bop. a six 30 PM walk. I like that. We're giving this. It's a service. It's like Headspace, the app. <laughs> Except we make you angry. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to Headspace it after. <laughs> then you have to go to Headspace afterwards. <laughs> okay. We are messy. We've always said this. And as we say, we're not doctors. We're not lawyers. We do not like take we're just our shit disclaimer. It's a full disclaimer. Shit this podcast starters. is not facts. Okay. <laughs> Everything we learn, we read on the internet, so take it for what it is. We do the internet search for you in some things. Um, with that, I think we're ready to roll. We're going to um, go quickly into our episode, starting with Women's Crush Wednesday, when we come back. And we are back. Okay. Okay. So Women Crush Wednesday, I, I just wanted to bring up the black women in sports journalism or black women writers that we've, start, we've been fortunate to see them mostly on Twitter is where I get, I mean, sometimes they're, yes. they're putting out so much information that I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to keep up. And it is amazing to see all of the information, especially around the WNBA. I mean, actually around anything, but for us, we've been really following a lot of women's sports and a lot of these uh, uh, black women writers are giving us um, information like latest information or even getting the in-depth conversations. And, you know, I know we put a lot of emphasis on the fact that they're not in the newsrooms where they need to be. And that's still you know, a situation, but I just figured like, let's give a shout out to some of these organizations that are putting out the work. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name them all. I'm gonna miss some. It's not about getting in your feelings. This is just like a trickle for anybody that's listening that wants to use this as a resource to then go and check these uh, writers or these platforms out that have these women writers. So one of the first one is I uh, subscribe to the next newsletter. Um, it is, it has several different, uh, women writers, also men writers, but mostly women writers. And it is, uh, f its focus is to elevate women writers 
writing about sports. Um, you have Jen Hetfield, you have Dorothy J. Gentry, you have Ari Chambers and a bunch of other people that write for it. And it's, a, they, I get my newsletter, I subscribe, comes my mailbox. Sometimes I get, you know, five in one day because that's how fast sports is moving right now and how fast that they're able to cover it. And I think, you know, you can make a, I think it's like $5 a month, you know, they have these different levels of subscriptions and um, I just feel like these are the types of newsrooms that we need to be supporting if we really want to put our money where our mouth is. And then also like, I know sometimes I think like, you know, it sucks that they have to make an other so that they can like fix what the problem is. But, you know, maybe at the same time, if like we do support them, then they'll be able to have that um, rise in, in um, visibility. Um, another, uh, another sport place where I, I love to watch sports is sports talk with Erica Ayala. She does social justice and women's hockey on YouTube. And I believe she's going to start covering the New York Liberty uh, more like as a, like a, her team. So she'll be doing more with that. I think she spoke with Kia Clark, the COO who we've had on our podcast, um, recently. So that is another, uh, person I like to on Twitter as well as like her YouTube page. And she's on Instagram as well. And then there's the gist, which is another sports newsletter that I subscribe to. And um, a girl sports TV on Instagram and on Twitter, love it. Christina Williams puts out, I am always amazed by how much she puts out on her Instagram in particular, because there's a lot that happens. She stays really, her, her media stays really ahead of the game. And she also um, does a lot of really great interviews. Like she has like a lot, she was, I think she spoke to Renee Montgomery the other day. Um, a lot of really great interviews. So make sure you're following her on Instagram and on um, and on uh, Twitter. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a fabulous resource. And then our girl Jasmine Baker is always ahead of you know get, getting all that information to us. And she does players in the new. Do you remember the name of her? I forget what it is like players in the new generation or something. Um, and you can subscribe to that on YouTube and check her out. She's also on Instagram and on Twitter, but this Twitter, um, you know, group of women that's right about, cause there's countless plus we're not even talking about analysts that's that are out there and other like ESPN, uh, reporters of women, women of color. There's so many out there. But if you were to just tweak your Twitter feed to maybe not have all the ESPN and all those and kind of ha follow more of these women, you will find like the conversations are just they're inspiring, they're thought provoking. Yep. Yep. They, mm -hmm. I, I just find for me, I, and I think what. I like to see in sports, this is where, where the conversations are really happening and where you can have, and they, they talk, they, they like engage, you know, so it's not like a woge bomb and then like, you know, trail, art trails, yeah, you right. know? Yeah. it's like actually like they're engaging with you and they want to have these conversations. So, um, that's something that I thought would be good to highlight, um, in Women Crush Wednesday. I don't know if you guys have mm -hmm. any people that you follow or anything, any perspective on, um, that in particular women in uh sports journalism i mean i mean just 
yeah, open up your open up your mind a little bit. You don't have to, you know, follow the ESPNs, the Bleacher Reports, the big news channels. Um, there are a lot of little guys, little people out there, if you want to call them that, who are doing a, a lot of great work and who um, are digging deeper and have formed relationships either with these athletes or or just with people in the industry and they give a different side that you're not going to hear on these networks that are you know telling you what you're you know they're going by their corporate plan of what they can and can't say on on tv um but there are a lot of people out there who are doing the work on the ground that need to be acknowledged as well so yeah tweak your tweak your timelines a little bit and join conversations with them because they will definitely tweet back and have that conversation. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, Kendall, when you were out, we had the, um, we talked about that tweet because we talked about tone policing in the last episode. And we talked about that tweet mm-hmm. that about the, uh, what's his name? The quarterback and I can remember, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. And remember that exchange that, you and Jasmine Baker had with that one woman who called her Mm -hmm. rude and called Mm -hmm. you like and said to you oh that makes sense and yeah where we're like dude this is exactly what we're talking about (laughs) called her ass out and she deleted that real quick she deleted all of it and she like (laughs) yeah she was like but again you know the I think that we're also in a space where a lot of people are cautious, can be like, they don't want to say, they want to know how to support at the same time they want, they're cautious about how they are saying things. And I think that that's okay. But I also think it's okay if you do say something and then you're like, oh, you know, you have to listen to maybe how better to have those conversations. And that's all part of the growth. As long as you're coming from a place where you want to learn and listen and, you know, I don't know. I just feel like right now, especially on Twitter, that is a place of, can be a place where it's just a bunch of discourse. Like I'm just like an anonymous person is just going to come out all and the time, say yeah. shit to you. And you're like, okay, yeah. I see it all the time. So I think having a support like other like-minded people, which I mean, I don't know, I guess you should have the other side of the coin, but it's your fucking Twitter. So yeah. block mm-hmm. a view away, do yeah. whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Well, um, you would- it's different though. Like everybody's, uh, you know, politicizing this. And to me, this isn't politics. This is human mm-hmm. rights. So right. like, Period. I can, I can understand mm-hmm. like, yeah, you need to see both sides of the coin when it comes to, you know, politics or, or issues like that. But like when it comes to this, to me, there's one side of the coin and that's the right side. Right. And that because yeah. this is human rights, this Period. isn't this isn't politics. Just like wearing a mask isn't politics. It's like, health. I like I I'm not going to poison my timeline with people who are racist and are you know don't want to wear masks to, to yeah. sexist. Like that's that's not there's no two sides of the coin for me when when it comes to that kind of stuff. Politics, sure. Issues, the economy, whatever. Like, right. yeah, we can argue about that crap all day long and whatever. Right. But like, when it comes to this stuff, like, my mental health for me is very important. Yeah. And I've been exhausted lately, and I can't imagine oh, yeah. the people who are actually experiencing experiencing this stuff how exhausted they are. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to see that shit. So. Yeah. It's just there's one right way 
on all of this for me. Yeah. And if you're, if you're not on that side, then I really don't want to mess with you. Peace. That is so <laughs> smart. That's a really yeah. good way of putting it because I agree with you. It's, it's a, there's only one right side for equality and human rights. So you're right. Yeah. That's spot on with that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I think mental health is also really, really important. Big. Um, I think a lot of it, because guys, this is not going to be like, oh, come September, we've just, we've no. fixed social justice. No. No. I yeah. swear to God that I'll probably be in the grave and we're still going to be having this conversation. Oh, yeah. My yeah. Yeah. you know, nephews, kids are probably going to be the first ones to have like real law that's benefiting them or, you know, Olivia's kids mm-hmm. no. <laughs> when you think about and, it. And it's crazy because, you know, I've been doing Facebook memories for the last few oh. weeks and I'm seeing stuff that I'm posting five years ago, years mm. ago, that's relevant today in terms of yeah. like civil unrest and social injustice. And like, I would, you know what I was watching last night, do the right thing. And mm. I'm like, how relevant is even a Spike Lee film from way back when to today? Yeah. So you're right. It, it's just like Corona's going to end before that shit. Yeah. And then we'll see how much racism there is ha- handing out vaccines. Oh, shit. That's yeah. all right. you know, you're going to see. They're you're testing on. Who they're yeah. testing if on. If you're not wearing a mask, if you're, if you're in Trader Joe's screaming and throwing your basket, you don't get a vaccine. I agree. Sorry. Or we test it on you first. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a beagle. <laughs> Oh, yeah. My friend rescues beagles because they're always used for medical lab testing. Wow, we got a new beagle. I actually feel bad about it. We got got the new beagle. It's the unmasked. Let's put them in that that position. You're muzzling me. Okay. Sorry, if you're wearing a muzzle, that's not what (laughs) is required. (laughs) But you seem like you're dumb enough to do that. Yeah, it's a cloth mask, okay? Not a muzzle. God, like, how do we go from a cloth mask to muzzle? Like, zero to a hundred. Right. You know, it's like, oh, you know what? You cloth bag over my head with a rope. Like, okay, yeah. how did we go? How, what were yeah. the steps in your brain that went from a, cl- a, a bandana, if you will? <laughs> right. Like, to, you're you're like, making me go out and buy a NASA spacesuit? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, yeah, like, women, women are dramatic. Oh, oh! Uh, black people are making it up that they don't get medical care. Okay, sure. Like, so there was a fr- a friend of ours tweeted. Even Bane wore a mask, and he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Retweet that. <laughs> like so it's true. so true. Like, geez, Louise. Uh, uh, Hello, Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, he was pure evil. So. Use the the force to not even save his ass. He needed to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So going back to, you know, this is going to be a long haul. Your mental health is important. Block the people mm-hmm. you need to block. Um, there's only really one side to, um, you know, human rights, equality, those things we should not be arguing anybody about. So just get rid of them and go and support uh, black women in sports journalism, women in journalism, Period. you know, mm-hmm. just like go and, and open your mind to the perspectives that are out there because it's so rich. Like, yeah, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And we hope, you know, people can get a little bit, a different side of talking about sports and a space where they feel like they can do it. 
And this yeah. might sound, sound rando, but when you were talking about discourse on social, it's like what sucks about for women in sports is to know that you made it when you have trolls, like because you're actually getting visibility and reach and people are upset subconsciously about your success and your knowledge of yeah. a game. Isn't that fucked? Like, shouldn't you be happy on top and like Vance, but that's the it's, world. Well, you know, and it's also things we do to help us, you know, feel like we're getting, you know, we have, sometimes we have to turn those things into a positive for our own mental health, True. you know, like, oh, all good PR, you know, what is it? Any PR is good Any PR. And you're like, publicity. Yeah. I don't know about that, but we live in, we have a lot of systems, not just in, you know, politically and in reform, but we have systems in corporate America that we work in that also need to be dismantled. And yep. it's like, just, you know what? It's a long, long, long haul, guys. So mm-hmm. make sure that you're following the, the people that are going to help you through this and that you can take a break and you feel free to like block and mute and yeah, do what you need to do because social can be um, extra, but there's a lot of people out there too that we follow, that we love, and um, yeah, it gets yeah. some perspective there. And I'm more woke because of Black Twitter. That's it. I mean, I wouldn't be getting mm-hmm. this. That's the tweet. <laughs> that is the tweet. <laughs> uh, so that's what I wanted to bring to Women Crush Wednesday. So thanks so for good. Yep. I'm telling you, we'll have yep. all of them. We'll put all of them in our show notes. But with that, I think we're going to move on to our sports in the age of coronavirus when we are back. Uh, and we're back. So that's all we're going to be Here's Karen Rude in my cuts. But... <laughs> Hoops are off. I started yeah, hoops are off right now on Karen ruining my cuts for these episodes. Uh, how is it already 11? Okay. And we're back. So, so I, we're going to start with, I wanted to talk about today, the National Women's Soccer League is the first professional sports league to start play, to resume play in the United States. So Women you know always what? doing it first, you know, pioneers. Always leading the way. Always leading the way. God damn. So MLB, and I think MLB said they were going to be the first ones. Well, you're not. Okay, and that's okay. That's okay. You're gonna be fine. No, no tears. You try with the millions, just like you know, be okay with your mitts and what have you. But I'm <laughs> sorry to tell you, it's the. I'm not sorry to tell you. I'm excited to tell you. National Women's Soccer League started, um, and I watched. It started at 9:30. It's on CBS. So go watch it. Support it. CBS, CBS Access, and Twitch. I think you can see it. So. It was, I mean, I would assume they would have jitters, right? Because there's not only coronavirus that they're having to work around, but also the fact that they are um, out nationally 
on television, the first sport, you know, sports league to go out there and do that. And what, how do you want to use your platform? Right. How do you want to come out on the, your platform? So (laughs) they came out during warmup wearing Black Lives Matters t-shirt, both teams. And during the saxophone playing <laughs> the sax <anthem>. guy. <laughs> Bill Clinton saxophone. <laughs> well, okay. I I know this is a side note, but saxophones, I I don't Sexy. know. Sexy. Sometimes they slap. I'm Sexy. not even gonna lie. Okay. Sometimes when I'm listening to the song and the sax just comes on in, I'm like, Okay. Okay. All right. I little. Yeah. Okay. There is sometimes, but then there's other times where you're like, I don't know how the sax is going. (laughs) How's the sax going? How's the sax going? It's a little bumpy. So it's okay. The sax is kind of (laughs) cheesy. Bad sax. Michael yeah, Bolton, cheesy. No, it's a, it's what's his name, Kenny G. Kenny G. Both of them. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I get both of them mixed up with their curly long. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just like you know when you have when like a moment is really poignant and then like something comes on the screen where you're like, is that a saxophone player? <laughs> it's yeah. Just like oh, okay, sorry, this was a really important <laughs> point I was trying to make. So they were in Back Lives Matter t-shirts as their warm up, and then. They um, took a knee during the national anthem while it was being blown by the sax. And then the, um, the announcer, okay, I have to, I wrote it down. I actually put it on, um, I posted this on our Hoops Talk Instagram. But the announcer asked for a moment of silence to recognize the countless names of victims of racial injustices here and abroad and stand with those that have fought for equality worldwide and continue to fight today. He then said, with our collective voices, we emphatically say Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the National Women's Soccer League has now created the blueprint for yes. all other sports that are going to start baseline on how you can use your platform. Yep. And also in like a, in an authentic voice, you know, you're not just slapping a black square onto your timeline. Yep. You're really understanding that this is a moment and that you need to make these statements. You need to make these statements. These statements you need to make all the time and that they use the collective voice you know they he said and he said he's all black lives matter like he Ooh, yeah. it, it was like Point. passion it yeah. was just like guys mm-hmm. i don't need it you know do you ever like say something you're like why do i have to keep saying this right it's yeah. the truth repeat. why do i have to repeat myself but it's the truth and so they started off that way and it was powerful and i mean i it was just it was so cool to see it brought tears to my eyes because I was just like, you know, this is fucking dope. Like, this is what we want. This is, this is, this is what's going to catapult. This is a catalyst for other leagues that start up. Um, and we hope that we can see this. And we, I, I don't know. I feel like women in sports have always, I mean, social justice and equality always. has always been, you know, they're, they, them being in sports is a form of resistance. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They you know, get and them showing the, up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, 
it's always like part of the drum beating within women in sports or women talking about just like women have always had to have this yes. these this drum beating in them um so it was really extra extra job that we have to take on yeah because your job extra well, burden well it's just because we w- we woke up we were born female <laughs> I know the the bottle already got ripped out of our our the tit the teeth yeah. already got ripped out of our mouth real quick. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like well well yeah well our counterparts were learning how to walk. We already had to run. So it's just <laughs> that's just the way it was. That's just the way well, it was. That's kind of like what I was saying earlier about how it. You're noticing like all of these women from the WNBA who are foregoing their season, their career, their career which you know they get paid a fraction mm-hmm. of what you know bench players in the Micro NBA fraction. get paid yeah and they're risking it all and foregoing their entire seasons and they're in pausing their careers because they want to go out they know that they're more than an athlete and they want to go out and help their communities meanwhile you've got NBA players who are like bound and determined to go to and continue their season who have yeah. millions sitting in the bank they could use this moment to take the, you know, month and a half of their season, the 22 the games that are, yeah. you know, coming up to do the same thing. And they aren't doing it. It's just like women are constantly the ones who are like, you know, taking it for the team. Let me yeah. set. Yeah. Take it for the team. Let me sacrifice for the fam. Yeah. Well, and they also- have everything to lose. They have to work twice as hard. Oh, they yeah. don't get the recognition. No. They're definitely they're not they don't have mounds of Scrooge McDuck money sitting in their bank account. <laughs> yeah, you know they gotta I mean? budget. Like, they gotta budget them groceries. Right. And yeah. then they gotta go overseas and, and to you know even kind of Make equal up out for what it. they're yep. yeah. yeah. And yet they're still the ones who are like, you know what? This is bigger than me. I'm gonna forego the season and I'm gonna I'm gonna work on, on this instead of in basketball. It's not like They've been working their entire lives. This is their dream career. And they're still like, I'm going to put this on hold. Yeah. And we've also talked to, you know, we talked to another, someone on our uh, other podcast and we were saying how there's not that many slots for WNBA players. 144. Yeah. Think about that. So you are, you know, you, you've worked so hard to get one spot in this very small, uh, you know, field and yet you're like, you know, I'm going to have to forego it because I have, I, I have this, you know, we need to do better on a social right. justice front, yeah. which I mean, I totally agree with, you know, it's I think it's so wild to me. And, but they, even with them doing that, they're still not getting the credit. It's yeah, those of course, yeah. the guys yeah. who are like, you know what, I'm still, I'm just going to write a check or I'm yeah. going to go on this podcast and talk about it. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But like these people are legitimately putting their careers and mm-hmm. their dreams to the side mm-hmm. to do something that's bigger than them. Yeah. yeah. That's just insane to me. Like that's us taking a paid one year leave, yeah, unpaid leave, one year leave yeah. of work. Like, yeah. Cause that's, uh, that salary is about equivalent to what we make in a year. Like that's so crazy to me. Yeah. 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 It's just so wild. Well, so who do we who do we have that have recently? Uh, Chrissy Tolliver and Cheney Umake have opted out uh, for the season. Natasha Cloud, yeah, Natasha Cloud, uh, Tiffany Hayes from the Dream, John Quell Jones uh, of the Sun, the, uh, Renee, the name Mon- Montgomery, yeah, Dream, 
Latoya Sanders of the Mystics and Cecilia Zandalancini from the Lynx, which I don't and remember. Maya Moore. Well, my, yeah, there will Maya, be more. Maya, well, Maya, well, Maya in general, even which last is season. like I, I don't know. I was kind of peeved because I'm like ESPN's barely picking up on our story and blowing it up, and I'm like, have you not been around? Like she's been doing this for a while now. Where were you last year? Yeah. So, and but she's 30 years old. Yeah. She left at the peak of her peak. career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the, you know, the thing is, I haven't seen a formalized official roster for the teams yet. So I haven't checked. You know, it's pretty early uh, Saturday. Uh, a lot of people were tr- thinking there was going to be more movement yesterday because that was the deadline. But um, so we, I mean, there were big players here that we've named that have decided to opt out, but I'm wondering, um, when those final rosters will be up and out. I think they were in some ways, I feel maybe the WNBA was trying to stay out of the news cycle for like a minute, you know, while things were still going on behind, because to be quite honest, like, I don't know, uh, there's still time for this not to happen. You know, there's still oh, yeah. plenty of time for yep. this not to happen or to go differently. Um, so we'll see, but, and that's more due to coronavirus than it is about, you know, the, the discussions that we're having on social injustice and black lives matters and the movement. Um, so we'll see what happens there. There's still a lot of time, but these, you know, players are making those decisions now before the decisions are made for them. And I think it's very powerful to see. And, you know, it's a complicated situation because, you know, they want to play, but they, you know, have their belief systems are saying, you know, if we play that takes focus away from what we need to get done. And it will, I mean, you know, a lot of like an NBA, they say, well, uh, I think it was Doc Rivers who was like, well, I think differently because I feel like we're going to be on a national stage and we can use every minute of that to talk about it and think about it and stuff. And it's just like, you know, how, how difficult is it for you guys to, uh, multitask on very important things. You know what I mean? So you're asking these players, these athletes to go out and do everything they can. First off, they're going in the mentality of I might get coronavirus. I might get mm-hmm. sick. I might get family members sick. We don't have a vaccine. I'm playing Russian roulette with my health right now. So that's one to go out and play all out to win championships and make money for the NBA and themselves. Okay. Then you want them to finish the game and then come out and start talking about social justice and talk about black lives matter because it can't just be them wearing like a t-shirt. Like they right. are it's more, it's in, more. they are in one of the most viewed, especially people of color, black people, people of color uh, leagues. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so they are held to a higher standard when it comes to what they're going to say and how they're going to say it. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, so you want them to think about Corona, exert all their energy and then come out and talk about it. And it's just like, that's yeah. a lot. To yeah. Put but on also people. that also like the media isn't right now, the media doesn't have like stats and shit to, to be reporting on. Right. So they're having yeah. to write in order for them to get paid. They're being forced <laughs> they're to, to almost, they're, yeah. having, they're being forced to write about what's happening in the world. Once you bring the game back, 
those questions aren't going to, every question in that, that post-game press conference isn't going to be about the movement that's happening. It's yeah. going to be about, Hey, in the third quarter, this happened. What do you, what, what do you think? Like, exactly. that's what, that's where the focus gets taken away is, is they can go out there and, and do, you know, maybe in the first quarter, or every quarter we're at the 846 mark, they take mm-hmm. a pause, you know, they can go out and do all of that. But once the game ends and the media starts taking control, like that's where the message yeah. gets lost because yeah. they're not going to ask questions like that anymore. They're going to ask about the game and what's life like in the bubble with Corona. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's, that's where the focus gets, takes yeah. a turn. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm glad to see that there, that, these conversations are happening. And like I said, we don't even know if it's going to happen. Like the, the schedules are out at least from the NBA side and um, allegedly the roster should be set for WNBA. We just don't know, like is because going to Florida and being in a bubble to me sounds like you are oh. destined hell to on die. earth. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we have uh, Karen, what do you have here about the owner? Kelly Loeffler. Yeah, I guess she's a Senate senator, Kelly Loeffler. She's a co-owner of The Dream, and she was on Fox saying um, they were okay, talking about well, open, Okay, well, okay, let's just stop right there. She was right on there. Fox again. <laughs> yeah. And her problematic um, quote was, Black Americans in Atlanta who are openly carrying guns while protesting the death of Rayshard Brooks at the hands of police were an example of mob rule. Okay. So WNBA, where are you at? Yeah. Says the lady who bought stocks and shit when medical supplies when she knew the pandemic was happening. Okay. 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 Yeah. Where's the WNBA on that, huh? Where's the league on that? Okay. The league needs to strip her of ownership immediately. She's she's Ronald Sterling. Come on. Let's do it. Yeah. They need to just ASAP. She does not see people. She sees people as a commodity. She could talk like this about, again, Kendall, to your point, there is only one side. There's the right, well, there's two, right and wrong. And Mm -hmm. she's on the wrong side and she needs to be stripped. And those are the things. You know what? Again, we love seeing the players have the face and the visibility and the platform, right? To connect with people, to get them to incite them to be part of the movement and conversation. But at the ownership level and at the leadership level, Mm If those changes are not made and taken seriously, then we're just a bunch of worker bees going but, around yeah. and, and bumping into one another. Okay. Exactly. There needs to be in leadership, there needs to be in NBA and WNBA. Like you can't fucking let people that make decisions and make on, the money and make the money yep. have these positions of power. It's just yep. not. Not to mention, her ass should be in Martha Stewart jail right now. So. <laughs> right? Right. White yeah. collar jail. Yeah. <laughs> at least. It should be. Sorry, honey. Yeah. You, shouldn't, you, you have no room to fucking talk when your ass should be behind bars right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fucked. What kind of fucking rule is that? That you get off but doing insider trading? Double okay. standard. <sighs> she needs to be stripped of the team. On a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Profiting <laughs> off a pandemic. A pandemic. 
I mean, honestly, fucking bitch. The worst part about it is that then also, you know, the players are the ones, the Atlanta dream are the, the players are the ones that are going to have the burden Yep. what she's fucking said to try to make things better. And you're just like, you know, again, again. She's just going to wipe her hands of it and go on and do her bullshit. They should all just boycott and not play this season. Well, that's what, the other thing, too. What it's money just is she like, going to get? I know, but at the same time, you're like, okay, you're putting that burden back on the fucking players. Yeah, true, true. That have then, who have made the decision that they're, yep. they want to play and they want to yep. play during the pandemic and this is something they want to do. And it's just like, fuck, how do you win? Yeah. Yep. It's like so selfish. And uh, honestly, yep. if the ideology that she has is that, get rid of her. Yep. Get rid of her get rid of her and you know what why get rid of her it's also bullshit that you know like you have to have a video or recording of these people she's right there on fox news take that just like okay you said this shit on national tv you thought it was okay to say this shit on national tv okay right right what do you say behind closed doors we didn't need to have a you didn't have to have a mistress secretly record you right you went on national tv and willingly that you said yeah so just take that Stop. take that yeah. footage yeah just be like you're out i mean we have footage of murder straight murder and those cops aren't being and arrested. you know what those same people what is it what is it ron sterling is that his name for the clippers mm-hmm. the same people that had the fucking energy to get him kicked out should have the same energy to get her kicked out boom it's the same fucking thing Keep that energy. God damn. Hoops off right now. Whoa. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. She wasn't saying that shit when there was white people with their guns. Mm. Exactly. And she was. Faces because they didn't want to wear a mask. Yeah. I think she was referring to two, three guys in a legally open carry state. She should be talking about shit. Yeah. She can't talk about anything when she's been freaking making money off a pandemic that has killed over 120 thousand people yeah like why was she does not matter yeah it doesn't matter but because she uh she's a profiteering off of a pandemic people one that just right there two she's talking she has this ideology Uh, i don't understand i want to see the same energy fucking ann coulter Let's yeah, talk about that. <laughs> she looks like Ann Coulter. Well, I mean, they all look alike. <laughs> sure. Definitely a suit. They're all Definitely named Karen. Like... They're all named Karen. And um... Karen, you need to break the mold for the Karens. I, re- I already have. I'm have to, brown. You might have to start calling them Kellys. Uh, I'm Kelly Kapowski. No, no. <laughs> no. Diane. Uh, oh man. Okay. Uh, moving on quickly. We got to take a deep breath. A little I know. I'm going to take a deep breath. Well, I mean, is there anything else you guys want to talk about WNBA? I mean, it's like I said, it's going to start and I haven't seen final rosters, but follow a lot of, you know, the, what is it? W insider, Winsider, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different um, Twitter, Twitter outlet, Twitter handles, whatever that you can follow and, and get more information. Just shout out to the WNBA being at the forefront of all of the causes, doing the petitions to get the names changed on the back of their jerseys. Yep. Wanting hashtags say her name on their courts, mm-hmm. foregoing their seasons. Um, 
they really are like taking the charge. That yeah. league is is chef's kiss. Then let's oh, get absolutely. rid of Kelly. And they have yeah, a lot of, of the they have a lot of black and people of color in leadership positions too. True, one of the few. Yes. So big shout out to them. They are definitely the leads, taking the lead. So um, moving on to the NBA on a, you know, kind of a positive. I mean, I don't know. Vince Carter announced he reti- is going to retire. My He's a, I, I love that, dude. And I hate that he had to go out this way. It took Corona to get him to stop playing <laughs> the NBA. Okay. Because so he was like, uh... Mm-mm. <laughs> Florida, yeah. so sad. I know. That's my dude. I wore number kind of an era. when I played basketball because of Vince Carter. Aww, oh, that's awesome. All right. He's my one of my faves. Well, it's sad that we're not going to see him, you know, sh- exchange jerseys with people on the court. <laughs> sweaty jerseys. Yeah, yeah, sweaty jerseys or give shoes to, you yeah. know, kids in the crowds. and Yeah. They need to have a big getting his retirement party. Yeah. That was the thing. It's like, I know like there had, there was a lot of those retirement tours, you know, like Dirk Nowitzki Mm -hmm. and D Wade. And there, I know there was a debate, like, should every fucking player have these retirement tours? And so what someone came up with or asked, like, should Carmelo Anthony get one? And I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't feel like it. I, I mean, feel like Vince Carter gut. definitely should. I've agreed. I mean, he he yeah, brought I mean, basketball to Canada. Yeah, like yeah, agreed. He put yeah. it on the map there. Not to mention, he's the greatest dunker of all time. Agreed. And just so much fun to watch. He definitely agreed. should. Carmelo. Though, mm. uh, I kind of feel like he's had a retirement tour with all the teams he's been on. And <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was yeah. He has a long retirement tour. It's not one year or one season. Yeah. I feel like he's done that. Like he's literally changed jerseys, <laughs> or they've like four or yeah, five times. Or they've all been like, "You dude, you should retire." <laughs> well, you know, because I think yeah. he wants. He said he wanted to end with Portland, but then something about the Knicks wanting to bring him back. I don't know. Just stay away from the Knicks. I can't stay. Away Why from would Knicks. he want to go back? <laughs> I know. Why would right? he want to do that to himself? Ugh. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things. Like if you start giving it to everybody, it starts to lose its meaning. You know what I mean? Right. It's like. It's like saying I love you, right? Like if you tell every single person you love them, like which way are you do you mean it at this point? Like you know what I mean? Like like you gotta you gotta save the yeah. special for like yeah, everyone gets a reward at the end here. Yeah. Like like Dirk Nowitzki definitely deserved one, right? Yeah. I feel he Wayne deserved Wade, one. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think Vince, I mean he played twenty two years. Yeah. Yeah, he I deserves think he deserved that. one. And I don't think they did, like, I don't think they did, like, jersey swaps when Kobe's last season. I I feel like I don't, I feel like that's That was a new thing, yeah. That was a recent thing. I think teams, like, gave them, gave him special, like, I I remember when he went to the Mavs, I think he got, like, special boots made or something like that. But I don't, it wasn't, like, a big blown out last dance type thing, like, Dwayne Wade had. I know in baseball they they did that for Mariano Rivera, which was awesome. Like he yeah. would did like a huge, which he deserved. I mean, the man literally could like end a game with six pitches, and I think he only had yeah. like two types of pitches, 
And he, you know, he could strike out three guys in a row with just like two pitches. I, my uh, husband was there for his last game in the Yankee stadium. And he said he cried like a baby, like my husband and his friend, like everybody was crying like a baby. Um, So yeah. So yeah, I I, I would say Vince Carter, they need to do a, uh, some sort of retirement tour i think he has the longest nba career because i'm robert parish was number one prior for 21 years and vince carter's played for 22 22 oh my god that's then he deserves you know what i mean for that why he should just opt out this season and then come back in the following season and the do the tour. I don't know. I just feel like he got jammed. Well, yeah. with the Raptors. Can you no. just sign with the Raptors? Get yeah. out of the Hawks organization. Yeah. Or he could yeah. just go to the games and pick up ball. He could just sub for everybody. Well, you know, that is – you know what? Why doesn't he go back to the Raptors? That would be epic. If he right? signed back with the Raptors and they bring back their throwback jerseys, oh. The dinosaur. Epic. Yeah. The dinosaur. I will wear the dinosaur. I want – I've been looking for a Vince Carter dinosaur jersey Ooh, for a okay. while. Mm. One that isn't like break the bank. I can find some that are like ridiculously expensive, but not about that. I just want a nice, cheap Vince okay. Carter dinosaur jersey. Keep that in we, mind. We'll keep an eye out for sure. Um, okay. So that, you know, is happening. He announced his retirement. Um, let's see. Sorry, I had a really big sneeze there, which I the muted myself sneeze. on. Um, oh, God. Um, so as we move on, 16 of the 302 players that have been te- that have been tested have tested positive for coronavirus. So as I mentioned before, it's the NBA's car is on fire and they're driving into the fire because you're already getting people testing. And if you think about it, the players should already be heading to Florida right now so they can do a 14-day quarantine and then start their training camps, right? Mm-hmm. So that they then can start playing uh, in July. That makes sense to me. So they all should be heading over there. So you get tested, you get quarantined, you get tested, and then you start training camps, and then you get tested, and then you quarantine. And you get tested. I mean, it's just the way that it has to be. Like, sounds fun. I know, right? It's just like my all. The difference being too that you have these leagues that are that are these games that are playing in a closed arena, right? So you have closed arena and you have contact. Like, it's a contact sport. Basketball is a contact sport. Football is a contact sport. You know, those types of contact sports. I would assume that the risk is higher when we're talking about like, for instance, the national women's soccer league that started your open air. It's not as much contact. All yep. the social distancing is a little bit like, you know, not, I mean, I've been watching them play and when you're, when you're in there with the ball, you're there, you're very close to one another and you're probably breathing heavily. Um, but also like baseball, I mean, for real, like, you you first probably, base, <laughs> second base, pitcher, catch, I mean, catcher, and ump. That's a heart. If you're gonna get yeah. fucking COVID, it's probably because you're spitting sunflower seeds out at the dugout. Mm-hmm. It's not or, because yeah, or chew. Yeah, it has nothing yeah. to do with you being out on the field where you're like <laughs> yards away from each other, 
And like what, unless you get COVID from smelling butt, the catcher is safe also. (laughs) What are they going to set up the dugout? That'll be interesting. Well, they've already done it at Korean baseball. Okay. And I don't see any social distancing, so I don't know. Like, they all seem to be yeah. next to it. Well, Korea, is, they actually took this shit Yeah, they cleaned. They won. So. They won, yeah. And they test everybody. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They've um, had, like, a thousand cases, and, I think. And- yeah. <laughs> Was it Korea, too? Like, if you're quarantined for two weeks, the government actually sends you groceries and care packages? Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> Yep. You mean they have leadership in their country? Yeah, a female leader. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, yeah. I I cry every day. <laughs> every day I still cry. I cry. Yeah, it's exhausting. Um, it's exhausting. Um, so yeah, so basically they're going, they're starting this up. And as we know, Florida just um, had about 9,000 cases in one day. Fuck. So they're hot spotting they're they're getting there so i don't like i said who knows if it's it will happen but um the first and game the, and the median age is going uh, down yeah for oh, cases too definitely right? definitely so for all those who are like oh it's just old people in nursing homes <laughs> no it's nope, not no i heard <laughs> california has the most young people too with testing positive so yeah because we're all like it won't happen to me i'm gonna go to the bar <sighs> i know and then you fucking get coronavirus and you're spreading it around everywhere cause... well there's a the asymptomatic stuff is what's really scary too because they there was just a woman that flew in from germany to lax who wasn't showing signs and then she ended up spreading it and they had to yep. tell everyone in the plane and they had a contact trace to all the places she's Is this been. the Delta one, the one in March, or this is something else? No, this is new. Oh. I just read about it. Just Whoa. read about it. They're like, how did how did the virus uh, come through LAX? And they had a write-up on it in the LA Times. Dang. So I'm just like, dudes, what? Like, <laughs> And why was she traveling? For what? For pleasure? I don't know. I'm not going to condemn the woman because she probably did all the protocols, but at the same time, it's like, was that essential f- flight needed? Like, I know people that have driven, you, yeah. you know, people drive, yeah, that's they'll fine. drive to the destination, wear a fucking diaper, especially if you're going through Arizona oh, and, you know, yeah. do not stop there, please. Piss in a bush. Arizona. Yeah. Do no. no. Wear a diaper and just deal with yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, that's what's, that's what's scary. And, you know, it was funny because I mean, I don't want to get all into the the politics of this, but they just had a press conference, you know, because shit is spiking. And it was the first time the task, the Corona task force had met in two months. Okay. So two months, right? Two months, two months. They hadn't met. They didn't have a daily standup. No. Why? No, because Mike Pence is a fucking loser. Oh yeah. yeah. And they got, and they got defunded. So, so they had, and they were like, we just really want to make sure that the young people, you know, 40 and younger really understand that it's really responsible. And this was like doing this shit. And I was just like thinking to myself, like, why would any young person take this seriously or care about wearing a mask or do any of that when you have the leader of this country who is a fucktard, ass clown, doesn't wear a mask, and on top of it decides to throw 
two rallies in two places where protocols are in place that say, do not do this and flaunts it. And then the second rally is filled with young people, idiots who are there waiting for him to say racist shit so they could be like, woo, flush the toilet sound because we're on some sort of jock, shock, jock <laughs> show with this stand-up comedian. You know, and I'm just like, oh, it's just so infuriated. I'm just like, why would anyone listen to him? Why would anyone listen to him? You know, and then, and on top of it, he, they're like, well, we want each state to deal with it. How is that working out, sir? Oh, I know that How is too. that working out? Because the countries who fought it in it. Europe was a countrywide situation. Not like, oh, right. based off state, based off county. And you know what he's, other... He's pathetic. He's been pathetic since he was governor of Indiana. And he had a fucking HIV outbreak. So yeah, let's put yeah. the guy who had an HIV outbreak in charge of the coronavirus pandemic that's the stupidest that makes sense not only that but anytime he gets up to talk he talks for like two seconds and then he lets somebody else go in and he just fades away like that homer simpson in the bush gif where he's just (laughs) like (laughs) like he just wants to go on walks with mother and yeah and you know s trump's d that's yeah, all he wants. Pretty much. S A D. Right. Uh, yeah. It, that's we that's why. I'm telling you, it's, just, it's nauseating. It's nauseating. It's nauseating. And well, the first games <laughs> in Florida. DTW. Back to the sport. Yeah, back to NBA because the <laughs> first games are going to be Utah and New Orleans, which. Mm. I guess they're going to like, you know, dip the toe of those teams into the coronavirus first, see, like, clean, clean up the air there. And then Clippers and Lakers, um, which I will watch. Yeah, I was like, if anything, you that's kidding? the one that everyone's going to watch. Who are you kidding? I'm going to be there. I'm going to be sitting with my claw and my chips. And I'm going to be claw. watching this. The claw. the claw. I'll watch, but I won't be happy about it. I mean, I'm gonna, you, we're going to hate watch. Yeah, it's a hate, hate watch. watch. I just want to see what they end up doing, and then that's probably going to be it. Because like, I'm, I'm like, I'm so against this. Is yeah, so we crazy. have been. Yeah, this is such we a have Trump been. conference, right? Hate watch it. Even when yeah. we, okay, so I guess like in March, when the clamp down was the safer at home, and there was still like how we're going to work all this shit out. So, I mean, I would say like mid-April, like maybe even like, end of March, like beginning of April, April, everybody was kind of like, okay, what's going on? And then finally we put our fucking foot down and you go mm-hmm. back, go back mm-hmm. to our fucking we got podcast. Receipts. And we, <laughs> we said, did. it should CBS not return. Receipt. Yes. We got the long ass <laughs> CVS receipts. It looks like the declaration of independence receipt right? that yes. we have signed that mm-hmm. said, no, NBA should not return. Sports should not return. And this is before, I mean, we like, yes, social justice has always been like things that we talk about. I mean, this is what the fucking podcast is about, but we were just taking pandemic at that time. Yeah. Yep. All that other, all that crazy shit that ensued after (laughs) wasn't even a factor. Yeah. I wasn't a factor in the forefront of our conversations. But as it rolled up, it made us cement our stance even more. <laughs> yeah, we have never we have always said just stop this. And you know, it's hard for people because they want to be balanced. I don't even want to be balanced. They just want to be like, how do I not uh 
you know, disenfranchise myself in sports by saying things that are unpopular. And it's yeah. unpopular to say that we don't yeah. want the sports shouldn't start. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. but it yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. And then we're going to be nags. And then later we'll have to be like, I told you so. Yep. Well, no, because they're going to go ahead. What, I was going to say at the beginning of the ESPYs, the that just happened, oh, yeah. they had a really awesome opening and something that stuck with me was, I can't remember if it was Rapino or Sue Bird, I think, it, I think but they, Sue but said they it. said, they said, yeah, I think it was Sue. She said like, maybe this is the reset that we all needed. She was like, it, yes, this like totally sucks. We haven't had sports. We're used to having sports, but maybe this is the reset button that everybody in the country, the world really needed to like take a step back and like start thinking about your neighbor and start showing compassion and start really looking at what's happening in the world. And the NBA is like, yeah, but let's come back anyways. You know, like, I don't know. I just feel like we all work in sports. Yep. Like, obviously, it's, I get paid because of sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm totally in that mentality that it's been kind of nice not having it and being able to focus on other things that are going on in the world and just take a, a, a reset and relax and like yeah. get to focus on other things. And that's like, what is 22 games going to do? Nothing. You're not going to sit, your ass may be bored in quarantine, but you're sure as shit not going to sit down and watch every fucking team play 22 games. No. Like, no. It's just so pointless to me. Focus on next season and making that like super awesome and and how you're gonna blow up this message of social justice reform and yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, coronavirus, the pandemic, and like yeah. taking care of each other. I and know. let's let's push this stupid ass season through. And think of it even from a smaller scale. Like these guys have a chance to spend more time with their families, which they yeah. can't in the yeah. midst of a career. Yeah, like why not? Yeah. And I'm sorry, but like people are like, there's not going to be an asterisk by this champion. Mm, there sure is. Shit is because yes. teams that have had injuries, they've had months now to recover from those injuries that they wouldn't have had had the season just continued right through. Exactly. Not only that, but people are sitting out now because of the pandemic. So there's like star athletes that aren't playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people people are definitely going to get sick during this and have to quarantine. Yeah. And those people aren't a factor. There is 1,000% going to be an asterisk by anybody that wins this. Yeah. And I will fight that to the death. Yeah, also because, (laughs) like we said, you know, you're not just playing basketball. You are trying not to get sick, and you're trying to Mm -hmm. bring uh, social justice to the forefront of a conversation while you're playing. So there is no way that you're going in with just a mindset to, like, put a ball in a basket. Right. There isn't. They're just – that just can't – that is not your only, you know, if, mental If anything, state. this seems just like a really, like, glorified AAU tournament. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're True. playing a million Facts. games a day. They're all staying in hotels. They're all playing ping pong and whatever. Like, it's just a really, like, famous AAU tournament. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you think about it, too, like, I don't think they should be in contact with each other after the games and like playing ping pong and no community. No. I mean, I would think a just, bubble. No. Yeah. You should just go back to your room. I mean, honestly, like think about the, mm-hmm. how this protocol needs to be, you know, it's not, uh, there's just so much stuff. And we, like I said, we have said 
that sports should not come back and we all get paid by sports and we all Mm -hmm. live in sports. And, you know, luckily we've had this time to talk about, I mean, we bought, we've not really been these huge analysts that talk about stats and what have you and have those questions about gameplay. Um, But everybody's been able to focus more on those narratives And maybe they should just use some of the data points that are coming out of these conversations and about what people are interested in listening to so they can build better systems to get those, you know, those stories out and work with people like that instead of, you know, what, what they're thinking of is we've lost revenue that we would have Mm -hmm. gotten during the playoffs. And now we're going to lose revenue if we don't play. So how do we then make the revenue to sustain. And it's just like, you know what, buddy, if you as a league have not saved up for a rainy day, then that's on you. Yep. Yeah. And someone yeah. can't get their Bugatti or their new mansion. Some of those owners might have to sell their Hamptons house. Sell an island. Yeah. yeah they may not like, be able to do these things. There's other things that you guys could be doing. Like, just for instance, like, rather than having a, a AAU tournament, why don't you do like a team-wide Zoom meeting where people can pay $10 to come mm-hmm. in and talk to their favorite athletes yeah. about social justice reform or whatever the heck you guys want to talk about? People would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. If you knew that like Dame was on the other side, Kawhi, LeBron, whoever was in this, I would pay 20 bucks to join a Zoom meeting game with those guys. Like there, there's some revenue for you. Make shirts for like the Black Lives Matter thing and sell it on the NBA store. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. People would cop like, that for sure. Yeah, like, and the thing is, the, like again, the, the you see you see the players doing these things. You see the players having these conversations. You see the people, you see the athletes investing their own time and energy to do these things. And yet you're not seeing franchises that are also supporting it, you know, you're, yeah. where to your point, Kendall, they could be making that revenue through those avenues. Like the New York right. Liberty did a entire pride week this past week and they had panels. It was all free though, but they had panels and speakers. And so you see that as a franchise, as a model that could say like, Hey, you know what? The, the, these conversations are still important as a franchise. Like how right. are we contributing to our fans and our community as a franchise conversation? Right. And not you know? only that, but like people just want their favorite athletes. Like yeah. imagine yeah. you're, imagine if you were in a zoom meeting with all of the Lakers, I would how die. Fucking cool. That would be, oh, like, I would die. And I love it. Pay, people pay hundreds of dollars to go to a game and watch them and have zero interaction with them. Yep. Imagine paying $25, maybe even Or even more, bucks. yeah. Yeah. Charge more for that a, shit. To do a Zoom with your, the entire team, and you have the, the option to actually speak with the players. Right. People would pay up the ass for that. But no, let's let's put everybody in danger and go play in the hot spot of where all of this is taking place. I mean, honestly, you could just pay, like, the ticket price. Right. Yeah, you go in there. And, and your season that. ticket holders will have access to all of them. Right. Yeah. They, all digital appearances. There's a lot of things, but, you know, they just, they need to have us in the room. They need to have people like us in the room that are going to have, Absolutely. say, like, this yeah. is happening. This but should they happen. Don't. They don't. 
Uh, moving on, of course, MLB is also another one that decided mm-hmm. they were going to start, which, like I said, I feel like the MLB is definitely one of those leagues that has more of a potential to be safer because it's oh, outdoors yeah. and, the, you know, the distance between bases and what have you. You said Korean basketball. Uh, baseball's been on. Yeah. They've been yep. doing it. I mean, so- the only thing is, like, they do lick their fingers a lot. Oh. And, like, with the balls. And they always they scratch their, their nuts. Yeah. Oh. It's like, it's kind of a solo contest. Nuts or and if you butt will. crack. Oh, it's mostly the nuts. So I don't really see them pick their butt, but it's their balls. I mean, instead <laughs> of bad boys, you know, they should just be going around with hand sanitizer and wipes. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Maybe they will. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's the June 30th is when they want them to report so then they can start training and season opener is July 23rd, 24th. I would be happy to watch. But I mean, I'm not a huge baseball fan. I like, okay, so my team's the Yankees because I was kind of rolled into it for my husband. Um, and, you know, I'm like, whatever, I'll watch the Dodgers or whatever. But that's something that is definitely made for you to waste time. That mm-hmm. is a sport that really, like you, like uh, Kendall, you love golf. Like it's another sport where you're just like, I'm going to sit here and I know I'm probably going to fall asleep. And that's why I like golf, but that's all right. No going. I know a good couch nap is in my future. When I oh yeah, for golf. sure. When you know, when I watch baseball or when he has baseball on, I know it's like a good cat nap. It's gonna come around like the third inning. I'll be waking up for the seventh inning stretch. Stretch. Yeah. And actually, watching it at home, I could still get beer after the seventh inning. So it's actually better to watch it at home. And you don't have oh, to yeah. wear a bra. It's cheaper too. Yeah, I may not wear one at the stadium either. Oh, I mean, okay. like, it's a whole new revolution, people. It is. It is. <laughs> Burn the bras, ladies. It's Oh, time. my God. Are you kidding me? I never want to see one of those ever again. <laughs> the worst. I mean, unless, you know, like a sports bra, because if you're, like, running, which, come on. Who's we'll doing that? Over <laughs> <laughs> oh, here eating a muffin. Who the fuck's running? Fucking <laughs> cinnamon rolls. <laughs> More like couch rolls. <laughs> hey, no shame. We are going back to the earth. Okay. Yeah. It's natural. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's happening, which I, I mean, like I said, MLB, I'm fine with. Like, that's cool. Whatever. Um, and, okay. So, we got to talk about NASCAR. NASCAR, NASCAR. NASCAR. Um, so, yeah. NASCAR is racist. I mean, not maybe not NASCAR. Like you know, they came out. Their audience, they're, they're, they're trying to do their audience, their, their culture. culture. I know, and you know, you ideology. mentioned you mentioned too. NBA is a predominantly black league, and their audiences are predominantly black. NASCAR is the opposite of that, and mm-hmm. they're over here behind Bubba. Nuts! Mm-hmm. It's NASCAR to me is going to be very, very interesting to keep our eyes on, yep. right? Because they took the Confederate flag down they're like no which i mean yeah they they ripped it from crying white hands (laughs) people were still wearing it like they were draping their bodies big l's big l's statues being toppled yeah like i don't want okay so just quickly the junipero sarah statues have been torn down and let me tell you about junipero sarah this is fucking hoops off right here. He was a bastard monster, sadistic beast. So he should have never had any fucking statues up in anywhere. 
anywhere. The, the atrocities that he did to the people that were natives here, or just in general, that didn't yeah. believe in his ideology. Mm-hmm. We had to do projects about Junipero Serra and the missions that he made oh, in, in school, like fourth grade. And I'm just like, how are you teaching this monster? It wasn't until I got into college where I took, you know, my own studies. I'm like, oh my God, this is disgusting. So you know what? Topple him down and all of those, you know, th- those are all just symbols of losers mm-hmm. who wanted to keep Yep. in social injustice going and i don't understand why they have any fucking yeah. commemoration and it's one thing to yeah. normalize it but then to idolize it fuck that i'm done fuck what that. i don't understand though is that. people are acting like these statues which i'm sorry Pete, you get a statue if you're somebody you're celebrating but look outside staples center they got statues of gretzky shack Kareem, whoever yes yeah. like celebrate people with statues you don't just hit like germany wasn't like uh hitler was part of our history <laughs> yeah let's just, just buy one statue right our history <laughs> yeah it's like but no also, like, you can't erase history and this, not only that but like yeah. you don't you're not people aren't going to like mount vernon or you know wherever and like ripping down the house they're ripping down the statues that people put up to celebrate these people. Right, exactly. They aren't going to actual historical places and being like, this place needs to just get wiped the fuck out because (laughs) of its history. That's not what they're doing. Statues are not historical spots. They're monuments to people and these people are awful fucking assholes. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you're not erasing history. The history is still there. (laughs) Yeah. But at least now you're not, you don't have this expensive reminder for people who right. generational trauma have to like look at it and see it every right. fucking day. But like, then they're no. like, how are we going to learn about the history? When have you ever walked up to a statue and been like, I'm going to take notes? Yeah. They don't teach it. Did. They don't yeah. teach you anything. I was what? like, no, what, 35 when I learned about Juneteenth? They don't yeah. teach, yeah, the, you're right. History is still going to be there because it's history. I don't, like, right. I can't, exp- I'm exhausted. I can't explain the science of history it's to you. So <laughs> it doesn't dumb. get erased. You're just so dumb. Oh, you're erasing my Southern culture. No, we're erasing your racist fucking culture. Yeah. Literally exactly. was about five years long and you're latching onto this racist ass flag as if it's like, the history of our entire country. It is like, not. No, you guys fucking lost. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're yeah. latching onto a yeah. flag of a loser. You yeah. racist piece of shit. That's so it- nice. <laughs> and um, you guys heard like Rhode Island is technically Rhode Island and Providence I didn't know that. plantations. Yeah. I did not know that. I had Isn't that no nuts? Idea. Like that's I official on their that. seal and everything. We just call I it Rhode Island for, for short, but now they're going to officially cut it. But I'm like, Oh my god, like that's that been that's so yeah. nucking fun. And how how come they didn't know that about history? Like exactly. You know, why it's like we're, a lot of people are learning about that now. And so today is when I protest, when I find out about it. It's just it's it's insanity. It's insanity and it's like a last gasp of like a tragic person. To see all these things happen. Well, listen. These people are just ignorant and pathetic. And, and they choose these things. Yeah. Right. They choose to be ignorant and pathetic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and they're it. just racist. And you know when you try to kill a vermin, 
it's gonna squeal real loud at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna fight tooth and nail to stay alive. And that's what's happening with the racism. Moaning. Racist culture. Yeah, they don't they don't wanna let it go. They're you know, they don't want it pried from their pasty ass hands and they're gonna scream oh. and fight, and that's fine. Yeah. But it's going. It's gone. It's going. <sighs> yeah, well, so they removed the Confederate flag and then uh, Bubba, because he had, he was fine. He was, had a hard time finding a sponsor for his, for his car, for his race team. And so, and he also put Black Lives Matter on his car and he wore a Black Lives Matters t-shirt. He himself mm-hmm. is black and, you know, he wanted to bring that to the forefront. He made the petition to have the Confederate flags removed. That happened. And then somehow Carry on top. a noose was found in his garage at Talladega. And, you know, they were like, oh, that's not, that's just rope. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's a garage pull. Okay, sure. Well, the FBI still called it a noose, even when they said it wasn't a hate crime. They easily, right. like, in their thing, they were like, it wasn't a hate crime. The noose that was found <laughs> in the garage, we found to not be a hate crime, but it is definitely the a FBI noose. And then people racist. are like, it wasn't a noose. It wasn't a noose. And I'm like, it literally okay. said in their it's statement. It's a noose. It's a noose. <laughs> like, it's a noose. Yeah. It it's looks a noose. like a noose. The pictures. It's a noose. It smells like a noose. It's yeah. A noose. So they so that happened, and the FBI went in. They said it wasn't a hate crime, but they did call it a noose. And so all the NASCAR drivers, when his car was taken out, they stood with they you know they walked with his car. He was very emotional. It was very wonderful to see. And you know, I don't know. Like this, this whole thing is just. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how NASCAR is going to be dealing with these situations. Yep. Um, but I think that they are doing the right things and people are trying to say, but you know, how do you, how would you uh, take out all the people that are problematic in NASCAR? You wouldn't have NASCAR. I mean, how could they just, you just wouldn't I have think to. But they're willing to take that's the just, risk. That's a, yeah. That's a fight that these leagues are just starting willing to have now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and not just leagues. I mean, like businesses that are releasing statements. Like everybody's just willing to like deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I know we talked about this. I might have said this, but I. So we went to the Wattsville races. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they no. had monster truck pulls there too, and you could hear like zoom, 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 zoom. You know, uh, through like it my town's pretty small and so you could hear that noise coming from the racetrack and whatever and yeah it it was not it I don't know my town's predominantly Hispanic and you would see I don't know if I saw any I don't think if anything in my brain like knew that something was being racist but I'm sure that some of the people there they knew like what was up because you look at the crowd and it'd be all white Mm-hmm. Um, and mostly it's like the drivers, people that work on the cars that were Hispanic or working at the racetrack. So it's definitely an interesting, uh, demographic that goes there. I mean, oh, I went yeah. to a couple of times and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I went to one. I went to one at Texas Motor Speedway, which is a big race. And <laughs> I was working for a startup company at the time. And for whatever reason, they were like, we're going to go out 
and we're gonna promote our company at the Texas Motor Speedway. The two guys who had this company had so much money to burn. They were like, let's find a big RV and go out in the middle of the <laughs> Man. And, and like be out there for a few days. And one of the guys, his main business was selling Rascal, those little Rascal scooters that old people <laughs> ride. And so, for whatever reason, he thought it would be hilarious to bring out, like, six of them. And so, we would ride around the middle. <laughs> We'd ride around the middle of the track on these scooters, like a scooter gang. But you would literally, as soon as you crossed it, it was literally, like, a divide. There was, like, okay. the rich RV people okay. who were still very racist. Mm. But then, like, you would cross over into, like, this other world where it was just, like, like cars painted in Confederate flags. Oh. And, like, not just oh. one Confederate flag, but, like, eight. Like, Dukes of Hazard, like, generally. very, very, very racist. And I felt uncomfortable mm. just being in, like, that presence. Um. Yeah, so I can only imagine that the people I saw at that race, how they would feel, how they felt once that uh, Confederate flag ban came down. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was scary. It was a different, uh, yeah. it's not something that I would want to do again, <laughs> even if I was on a rascal scooter or not. <laughs> that, that does sound <laughs> like fun, but yeah. the Confederate flag folk do not. Yeah, I I don't remember I don't remember seeing that at the Watsonville Speedway, but I'm sure there was a ton of microaggressions and there was like just places that you don't go, right? Yeah. There's places you don't walk, places you don't go. Um yeah. and that's just how that is, you know. And yeah. I would say that to me, because I've been to several different sports uh events and the racing has all, probably only been the one where I was like, this is awful and it yeah. feels weird and i i, I felt if, if i felt uncomfortable being <laughs> a white person right around that like yeah it's yeah bad. it's very yeah. bad mm. Mm. but also well, can we talk about how like it's a little bit fishy that the news have been there since september right right but they said it's one, been there for a while but the one black guy gets assigned to that garage to that yep that's a dude that was on purpose someone yeah statements i mean you're not gonna tell me that they eradicated racism from the entire league or from the uh, owners nope uh, or the people in leadership you're not gonna tell me that all of a sudden that they're just like oh i woke up Mm, look at me stretching out the racism no that is not yeah. Well, no, not you had that one guy that nobody had even heard of who was like, I'm going to take a stand and I'm retiring from NASCAR yeah. after the ban. And it was like, fine, the trash just took itself out. <laughs> yeah, like, cool. Yeah. Nobody even knows who you are. You haven't won shit. Yeah. Like, you haven't even <laughs> placed. Never heard your name. So, like, have fun, you racist. Like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good riddance. Good hmm. riddance. Yeah, well, I know that there are also more uh, sponsors uh, coming, to, you know, to sponsor Bubba, and I believe it's a uh, Tom something Perry, Steve Perry. Uh, oh, he's Perry. like Richard yeah. Petty. Richard he's like Petty. The, Steve Perry is the lead singer. Yeah, he's like the pioneer of NASCAR. 
<laughs> and Tom Petty is dead. Tom Petty is dead. Okay. Singer as well. Okay, which uh, just a side <laughs> note, his family was like told the idiots that they can't use their his song because they won't played. Back down, yeah, yeah, won't back down. They're like, you need to stop. That we do not approve. He's the, literally gonna song. run out of music, and it's just seriously some racist with a sex. <laughs> the James Dolan band. That's the only. <laughs> <laughs> able to use at his rally stolen band James Dolan band and like Ted Nugent oh. Kid, Kid Rock James Dolan true um Ted oh. Nugent and Sammy Hagar they're, they're full they're full catalogs all for Trump that's gonna be the that's gonna be his fourth of July concert special <laughs> In like a like a, a tribute band to, to so like three doors down. <laughs> oh my god! Oh painful! Oh my god! It's so pain. That is painful. Can't even get the real band. Didn't that happen at his inauguration? He had yeah. like he tried to get like three doors down, and they were like fuck no, you, and then no. he went out and he got like a he got like a three doors <laughs> down cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Three doors oh down god. cover band. That's like two notches below the Oh my god. Like two songs. I, I can't even tell you what they are. Like what do no. you even cover? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you even imagine? Oh my god. Imagine having to be the planner for that. Just be like, we gotta get this three doors down cover band. <laughs> Everybody's backing out. <laughs> we, can't, we can't even get Nickelback up in here. Nobody. <laughs> like, nobody. Uh, Smash Mouth. No. Nobody. Nobody. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I mean, that loser. alone. Like, that alone should make you question. Like, if this is really somebody who can, who that, I don't know. <laughs> their musical playlist should tell you something. Yeah, fans aren't willing to be at your event or inauguration presidential oh. whatever then i don't know if you should be running <laughs> oh my god oh my god well that's he's yeah. not gonna have any walkout music to his rallies none he's not what is it's he gonna, gonna be, be like a, a midi keyboard like a kazoo <laughs> a guy on a kazoo <laughs> a bunch of kids it's going to be his sons on a drum machine or hey something. there's a lot of confederate <laughs> songs out there i don't know a single one I don't know oh, there's a. I read this like list of uh, children's rhymes that are rooted oh, in are, racism. But songs, like, do we know any? I mean, maybe Guns and Roses. Goes great, has some songs. flag. It's the high flying flag. They're gonna, flag. They're gonna <laughs> no. sing "Song in the South" from Splash Mountain. <laughs> the, spot, the video behind it is just gonna be a Splash Mountain. <laughs> Oh my god! Maybe they could do that Doctor Who song because that guy was a pedophile <laughs> who is dead. There so they wrote yeah, that. There so there you go. I mean, you're gonna have to go Me. bottom barrel here. Yeah. So his his artist and album compilation will be Meet You in Hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Those rallies. Wow. 
God damn. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we are ready to do our final segment. Um, we're going to take a quick break, Karen. So shut your mouth. And and then we're going to be right back. (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) I didn't even get there, guys. I'm going to edit this shit. It's hoops off. Okay. So in honor of our hoops off, so we started a new segment. This actually came out of a group, our group text. Mm-hmm. And we're each gonna have a minute to go off on something, to take our hoops off. Someone hold my hoops, you know, like you would when you're getting ready to tussle. We're gonna have one minute. I'm gonna do countdown. So, and someone's gonna have to count me down, but who wants to start? Karen. Timer out. No, I'm not gonna start. I was the, I'm the timer. <laughs> no, no, I'm in time. I'm in time. Kendall, you're gonna do yours first. first? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, ready? Because you'll have the energy. You'll you'll get us through. Okay. So hoops off, Kendall. Go. Taking my hoops off on the Texas Rangers. Mm. My favorite baseball team, who is getting very hard to root for these days. So last night it came out that a large portion of their employers have tested positive Mm. for coronavirus. And the reason is, is that apparently they put the fear of God into these employees of theirs. Lovely. Basically saying, if you don't come in uh, to the office, you potentially could lose your job. Uh, So all these people were scared because they have to make a living. So they came into the office during Mm -hmm. a pandemic. And now they, a large majority of them have tested positive for coronavirus because they weren't wearing masks in the office. Oh my uh, God. And not only that, but they've been hosting graduations and all kinds of shit at their mm. new ugly as hell stadium that looks like a barbecue grill. And on top of them just being really hard to root for because of that alone, it yes. took them way too long to come up with a statement mm. on the Black Lives uh, matter movement and the statement they had was the most basic ass uh mm. you know we're just gonna mm. copy and paste what other people have been saying mm. it had zero heart and uh thought into it and, and you're at time oh, fuck. <laughs> it's okay you went over a little time but okay. I'm, I'm gonna agree with you those guys for real like if anything too because texas is a hot spot so they should be more, I mean, I don't understand anybody that doesn't like have masks or protocols in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but they were one of two organizations to not host the pride night. So they're not <gasps> even acknowledging pride. So <sighs> it's getting very hard for me to be a fan of that organization. Oh, you better an write a letter. On the field. Mm. And now they are a true embarrassment off the field. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm sick of it. I, I agree with you. Hoops off to those motherfuckers because you know what? Throw it in their fucking face. Not good. I'm no. in agree. Boo to the Texas Rangers. Boo. Boo. Karen, are you ready? Take I'm ready. Off? I'm okay. ready. So I'm going to do, I have countdown here. Ready, set, hoops off. Karen, go. 
I'm taking my hoops off with the U.S. fucking A. All right, let's talk about this. Bloomberg put out that why is the U.S. doing such a poor job around Corona? And the reason this relates to sports, guys, because we wouldn't we'd be having sports, period, and not having mm, these stupid discussions yes. that we're having and being mm. fearful for our players and the people who work in sports. Okay, back to this. USA, you dumb fucks. Why is it that we are failing fighting Corona, unlike our European counterparts who started their spikes much more earlier than us mm. and are doing fine? One, failure to ramp up testing. Two, Trump. Period. Yes. <laughs> Three, yep. because everyone decides to reopen just after bending the curve. Oh, come on, guys. Like, no. What the fuck, USA? And also, yep. Mount Rushmore, Rhode <laughs> Island, and Providence Plantations, Confederate flags, Robert E. Lee, goddamn statues. Christopher Columbus is still a fucking holiday. Um, you are at time, and yep. yes. Hoops yeah. off USA. Get it together, USA. And I'm wearing Get it army it together. <laughs> USA. Mask. Nobody's taking your rights away. Just you care for each other. Show some compassion and empathy, you pieces of shit out there yeah. arguing with everything going on. God damn. <laughs> USA stands for the United States of Assholes because that's what <laughs> we have become. If you don't wear a fucking mask, bleached assholes. <laughs> well, okay, if you want to be really specific, but <laughs> but since it was Got your it. hoops off, um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. Like we could have had 14 days in quarantine and been having sports without all of this and let science catch up. And so, and yes, and all this fucking monuments to racist ideology and losers, no good mm-hmm. U.S. U.S., get your shit together. Okay. Yep. Who's going to count me? Karen, you can do my be stopwatch. Yeah, okay. I will be. You tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Okay, hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Ready okay. in three, two. My hoops off goes to fucking Florida. Florida, you piece of shit. And you know what? Your fucking governor, DeSantos, where the fuck his name is, more on, hello, Mon- on, in May, he was tell- telling people, oh, I'm, you know, I don't need to wear, people don't need to wear a mask. We don't care. Because you know what? We challenge your ideology and you're going to be like, oh, look at you. Look at Florida. We're going to flourish. You know what, motherfucker? You had 9,000 cases as of yesterday in one motherfucking day. You have three hot spots crawling, Miami-Dade, somewhere near Orlando, and other some fucking spot in Florida. You got people going to town halls talking about God's breathing systems and how G5 and Bill Gates and all these conspiracies and you're there. And on top of it, you have people on the streets that are like, oh, well, dead is dead. So fuck you, Florida. You, Florida, F Y. I mentioned you have Marco Rubio, stupid ass state too, and he's fucked <sighs> as well. I cannot believe the morons they elect <laughs> in that fucking state. I can't. Well, I can, because then you see the those people state. going. Fuck the, Florida. You know what? Fuck Florida. Florida sucks even when there isn't a pandemic, and then it really sucks during one. Dude, Disney wasn't even going to open. Like they're like, we're probably not going to open. Yeah. 
Well, I hope you all enjoyed our hoops off segment because it's going to be having more often because we have really shit to That's say. cathartic. Yes. I it was. Oof. I feel it was. so good about it. I feel like, mm. ah. <laughs> yeah, we need to get it out. We got sweaty and pity in that and I'm going through all of my layers. That's what it's supposed to be, guys. That's what it's supposed to be. Well, ladies of the hoops talk, we have come to an end. Hats off. Hats off to both of you. Um, yeah, I think this was a good, uh, you know, hoops off segment yeah. episode. Felt good. Um, everybody, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow us. DM us. DM the hoops talking. Don't DM me. Don't DM Karen. Don't DM Kendall. The hoops talking. Okay, DM there. Um, also, we're on Twitter at The Hoops Talking, YouTube, Hoops Talk, Google us, TikTok, Hoops Talk, Hoops Talk, Hoops Talk, Hoops Talk. That's where we are. That's where you can find us. Karen, how do you want to keep it? You want to keep, keep it sweaty and pet. We out.